0: Welcome to another episode of Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast. I'm Gib Gerard, uh, all by myself in quarantine today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Our guest today is Michelle Canaan. Now uh, uh, she is a she's a uh, wellness coach. She is she runs this amazing group of women uh, called the Quarantine Wives Club. It is on Facebook. We're going to talk more about that. But the the show today is all about how to create. The kind of relationship that you're trying to create, that you want that thrives in this quarantine time. Why the quarantine time is hard, and how to use this time to grow in your relationship and also to uh, to grow as an individual. Uh, really excited to bring this to you. I will say this before we go any farther: the uh, this episode talks about the existence of sex and its uh, and its role in a healthy relationship. If that is not something that you are interested in in talking about, or if that is something that that makes you uncomfortable, please. Feel free to skip this episode. I totally understand. Uh, we have plenty of others for you to listen to, and I am and I'm sorry for that. But uh, before we get before we before we get to that, there's a few things I want to talk to you guys about. First and foremost, the Tesh.com online store link is in the show notes. Check it out. We have got all kinds of stuff, including signed books, signed copies of Relentless from John. He he signs and numbers each of them. Uh, we were sold out for a, for a split second, and we are no longer sold out. I literally the other day watched John personally sign these. So they are available if you would like to get a signed copy of Relentless. That is the place to do it. Also uh, on that same store, the newest public television special, uh, Songs and Stories from the Grand Piano. We have both the DVD and the CD, really great packages available there. Uh, you can check that out. Again, all available in the, uh, in the show notes. Just click to that, that Tesh.com online store. Before we get to this interview with Michelle Canaan, uh, I just want to uh, give let John tell you guys Really quickly about our sponsors, Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans.
1: Home today is so much more than it was yesterday. But at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they are here to help, whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments. If you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you because you're important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com slash to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states, NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030.
0: Special thanks once again to our sponsors, Rocket Mortgage from Quicken Loans. Thank you guys for making this possible. Here we go. If you are in a relationship and you are stuck in quarantine and this is putting stress on it, this is the inter- for interview for you. Here is Michelle Kanon, <laughs> Michelle Canaan, relationship expert. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. Really appreciate it.
2: My pleasure. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Okay, so uh, the reason why I wanted to have you on today is because uh, this quarantine. I've I've heard some some horror stories. How about that? Of of as 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 couples are coming out of quarantine in other countries, that there are these divorce rate spikes. That all of this time together is making people realize things about their relationship or themselves, and they and and it's it's ending relationships. So you've started this thing called the Quarantined Wives Club. Uh, and 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 really trying to to rekind use this time as a rekindling of intimacy as opposed to the end of of an intimate relationship. So I guess I just wanted you to help us help us survive this time. What do you
2: well, got? What I like what I like to remind people is right now, if you're in a relationship, this is the relationship retreat that you never asked for, you never signed <laughs> right? up for it. Right. But here we are. So you can either make the best of it or you can see what naturally wants to run its course. And and especially with what's going on with, you know, all the energy, all the chaos, people panicking, us really being in a time where nobody knows what's going on. None of us have lived through a pandemic or a quarantine like this Um, because of all the heightened emotion and energy, all of our stuff is coming up. All of our baggage is rising to the surface. So we actually have an awesome opportunity to deal with it and to work mm. through it and, and have the relationships that we want instead of conveniently being too busy with our to-do lists or right. hiding at the office or all that other stuff that, that let us, you know, avoid what's, what's really going on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you hit something that's really important there. How much of our lives do we spend avoiding conflict? Right. And, and now uh, it's just not on the table. You have no excuse. While you're stuck, while you're stuck quarantined at home with, with your partner. Like we just, we don't, you have to, you have to, you're there. Where are you going to go? So, yeah. Exactly
2: no excuse and nowhere to hide, <laughs> especially I'm feeling for all my New York city brethren that are living in their, right. their studio apartments or, you know, like literally with no nowhere to hide, you know, and, and, and we've been taught in, in our, in our culture that conflict is bad. Um, but I really see it as an opportunity, um, for us to really, you know, deal with, deal with what's there. And actually, instead of just being in the same pattern of trying to win, right? Competing against your partner, trying to be the right one, trying to, you know, have it always your way. The, the question that I'm, I'm asking all the cool wifeies that I'm working with. And it's a question I ask myself is, would you rather be right or would you rather be in love? And I know the answer for me is I'd rather be in love and mm-hmm. I'm willing to do a lot of things to, to be in that place.
0: I know some people who would answer that they would rather be right. I'm not going to point <laughs> fingers or name names or name names, but I know some people who definitely would say like, why are the two mutual exclusive? I gotta be right. Um, so I guess uh, All right. So we are in this position and I I think your question is great. Like that, that as an, as a starting point, right? Would you rather be right or would you rather be in love? And for so many of us, this extra time, this lack of excuses, uh, this lack of busyness right now is, um, you know, it's putting us into this, into this experimental lab with our partners. Uh, how do we start to get over ourselves and get past that? If we, if we are the kind of person that would choose, okay, I would rather be right how do we start to get over ourselves and start to actually see the value in our partner again uh, and get over the idea of needing to be right
2: well I'd like to say that being in love doesn't mean that you'll never be right again so I'd like to clarify <laughs> for for those people that think that it's either one or the other but I'm, I'm really there's a lot of type about... A
0: spouses right now who are going like well but I am right why i don't need I don't need my partner to tell me I'm right. I'm right, I'm right.
2: But that's the thing is I I am that, or I was that type A spouse. I mean, I am when I still need to be, you know, but it's really about having the power to to make the shift that you want so that you have the results that you want in your relationship. And there's nothing wrong with being type A. There's nothing wrong with being anyway. Well, you you're... just turned
0: type A on its head there too, right? Like it's, it's it's be more easygoing in order to get the results that you want. Like that is the most type A explanation for how to get over yourself I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: Well, okay, no one's ever called me on that before.
0: But <laughs> sorry, thank you,
1: sorry,
2: it. sorry. Um, but no, 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 it's totally fine, because you're right in a way. You know, like, we all have different energy and different ways of being inside of us, but it's really learning, like, are you are you happy? Are you getting the the results that you want, the situation that you want? Like, are you feeling the love in your relationship? Are you having great sex? Like, if the answer is yes, if you're totally cool with what's going on, then keep doing what you're doing, you know, I, I'm not one to should all over anybody else, you know, but if you're finding that you're having the same fight over and over, or the chemistry between you isn't there, or you just feel so frustrated, or whatever, or you feel like maybe you love your partner, but you're not in love with your partner, it can be different. And you can take the personal responsibility and start to do things differently to, to have it be the way that you want it to be. And that's just the truth. Mm
0: hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I, uh, I think we can use this as a time to find what we want it to be, right? Because we, we, the the, there's there's no there's nobody's quarantined right now in a casual way with somebody else. It's not like, a, <laughs> you know, you're either completely separate from everybody, and you only have uh, uh, FaceTime or Skype or texting uh or you are stuck in a house or apartment with somebody for a very long time there's there's no in between there's no like yeah we see each other on Saturdays and that's it like that's gone and i think it's forcing a lot of people to take a good hard look at their at their relationship and 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 one of the things that you talk about one of your fields of expertise is is your partner not being responsible for making you feel better um, and I, and I do, I want to talk about the idea of personal responsibility for your, for your own emotions and, and dealing with anxiety, because I think right now we realize like, oh my gosh, my partner, I'm with my partner 24 seven and he or she's not meeting all of my needs. what mm-hmm. you know, uh, what does that say about me?
2: Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a really good point that you bring up. And and what I like to do is to give a little bit of perspective because when you move away from that place of needing to be right um what you're really doing is making the choice that you're not going to compete against or you're not going to war with your partner and there can only be one hero one one victor that you know in in any in any situation and and when you when you change that dynamic and when you can start to really sink into the idea of partnership Uh, At the same time, what starts to happen is you realize that the other person in your relationship is also a human being that's going through their own stuff and that's Mm -hmm. dealing with their own anxiety and their own fears. And their own realization that the world as they know it isn't under control, and they don't necessarily know how to, you know, operate and do all the things that they want to do in order to feel safe or to take care of you, too. And if you can see that, if you can have that kind of, I'll call it compassion, but some people might roll their eyes that it's like a new age kind of concept. So. You can call it whatever you want, but if you can really start to see that there's another human being that's going through their own challenges and maybe in a different way, not maybe, definitely in a different way because men and women are different and Mm -hmm. how we process things is different. The speed, the energy inside of us is totally different. Realizing that there's another operating system working alongside of you, how do you you be more open to that or how do you stop fighting against it and, and, and learn how to partner? I'm saying with it, but with him or with her or whoever your partner is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess. that Yeah, how do you stop fighting with them? <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how do you start so, to okay, fight? I,
2: <laughs> I know the answer. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: hoping. I was like, think, "Yeah, that's the what I'm asking. How do you
2: stop?" Well, I, I, I'm gonna get some groans when I just say you make a decision <laughs> to do it. You know, because mm-hmm. most people don't understand um, that always have a choice you know the way that we react is usually uh what i call it an automatic reaction so it's something that happens without us consciously deciding Mm. to to do it or to create it and for most of us we are um you know look human beings are creatures of comfort we're habitual individuals we're just full of patterns like if you ever paid attention to for example how you brush your teeth or how you put your soap on in the shower you'll realize that you do it exactly the same time every time, just mindlessly, you know, we just fall into that. The same way it happens when we're interacting with our partners. And especially when we get quote unquote triggered by our partners. And, and what that means is they've done something that has activated a deep, usually old pain inside of us. And we go into our automatic reaction of protect ourselves. Don't feel that pain survive at all costs, not realizing that we're actually not in a life or death situation, usually, Um, almost 99%. You know, I'm I'm speaking to the people that are in, you know, safe relationships, nonviolent relationships, um, and, and we have to do that, you know, and that our reactions and the way that we're reacting to those triggers can a lot of times create Um, an effect or an outcome that we don't actually want, like the same fight again and again or distance and and separation or losing respect for the other person or whatever it is. So if you realize that going through that journey is not giving you what you want, Mm. all you got to do is get clear on what you do want and then start to do things that take you closer to that vision and start removing things that keep you far away from it. And that's about that. (laughs)
0: You you make it sound so simple to do like deep self-reflective work that sometimes takes people years of therapy. But um, uh, I I, so I you bring up something great there, which is you got to You got to know what you do want. Right. And you have to know what the relationship that you have is. I I think so many of us, I think I think we have spent so much of our lives um, avoiding real intimacy right avoiding really being seen ourselves and being and and figuring out what we do want and just sort of having stuff that's comfortable around us and i think that this quarantine this virus in general but this quarantine specifically is forcing people to it's forcing us in in to look deeper at these relationships to see which parts are making us happy and which parts aren't and and like you said you know that the idea of making that choice to be happy and making the choice of what we do want um it's it's this is nothing has upset that autonomic concept that you just talked about more than the this forcing us to get out of our routines and spend more time with our with our partners so um you know i i uh i guess i guess to say yeah, amen i i hear you um but also <laughs> you know how how do we start realizing cuz it's really hard this is a this this time is 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 unique in such a way that that it's uh we, i don't even know where to even like how to even extrapolate what we're learning about ourselves in this time into the world that we're going to go back into when this is over. But I guess how do we start to figure out what we do want while being forced to be around somebody who may or may not be triggering. And again, all of this is caveated with healthy relationships, relationships that are not right. threatening your, um, your, you know, emotion, that is not emotionally or physically abusive. So that's, that's really important thing, right? We're talking about how to yeah. repair or how to grow in a relationship that is, um, that is healthy enough that nobody's being abused. Um, but yes, yeah, so how do we? Percent. Yeah, how do we start to do that?
2: Well, I think you know, call me an optimist, and I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't always used to be, but what I realized is that in any hardship is always an opportunity. Like there's gold in our sh. I'm not going to say the the curse word. There's always mm-hmm. there's always gold that's to be to, to be found there. Mm-hmm. And what happened in this time is really collective uh dark night of the soul for so many of us where you know we we were all triggered in the huge way you know where we and then we all had to sit in it right like mother nature sent us to our rooms and to think about what we had done and <laughs> and yeah. so we had no escape right like we had to deal with whatever was coming up for us you mm-hmm. know and and because of that, you know, again that's that opportunity. When we are dancing around something or avoiding it or not moving through it, it's always going to be there. You know, we mm-hmm. might do a good job hiding it, we might do a good job of pretending it isn't there, but it's always going to influence and color the the way that we view the world, how we react to certain situations, like what we think is possible or impossible. And so it's so we're so lucky in a way, you know, that for many of us that got to stay home, you know, because there's a lot of people that did not and are dealing with so many hardships mm-hmm. and essential workers. And, you know, so, so we really need to take that into account. But for those of us that are sitting in our rooms, you know, we can feel sorry for ourselves and feel angry. And that's actually not bad because that's part of that dark night of the soul process. Mm-hmm. But after, right after the darkness comes, the dawn, it becomes very dark before it becomes very light. So you can have realization. You can create different kinds of opportunities and behaviors. You can start doing different kinds of practices. You can really commit to that vision of having a different kind of relationship mm-hmm. and what you want it to look like. And so not being able to be busy with all the other stuff, we haven't had that in forever, ever, you mm-hmm. know, like, so it feels like a big rewind to when things were simpler in a way. And when things are simpler, we can really focus on the things that, that matter to us most. So if you know that you're in a, in a safe relationship. And at the same time, you are committed to creating a relationship that is fulfilling your desires and giving you what you want. If you have those two variables, then you can make any, any change that you desire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, And again, you know, you, I know you, you say it comes across as sort of new agey, but this idea or, or weak, but this idea that you know you have to make a choice to change you have to make a choice of, as to what you want to be happy you have to make a choice to be happy uh, on a day-to-day basis like that that choice is real assuming again you know that you don't have uh, uh chemical imbalances in your brain that, that make it difficult but but you have to you have to make that choice from a you just it, it's a, it's it's an active thing that you as an individual need to be doing every single day and I feel like do you remember uh, do you remember real world when it first came out
2: the, so you're asking how old I am? Yes, no, I remember. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the,
0: the caveat no. on real world was the reality TV shows now are you know I hate to burst everybody's bubble, but they're they're really fake. Like they're all engineered to right. be uh, as addicting as possible, just like ninety percent of our lives right now, like all the television media we consume. But uh, the original pitch of reality television was to put people uh, on camera for so long that they couldn't put up faces anymore. That eventually. What happens when people stop You know, stop
2: uh, being polite and stop being real? And start being, being real, real.
0: right. That, that was the pitch, right? And I feel like we're getting that in our relationships right now. Like We can't get away from our partners, we, and, and we are forced ourselves to stop being polite. And I think in that lack of politeness, that's what I think uh, either people are realizing that they don't like the unpolite version of their partner or the unpolite version of themselves, and I think that's creating a lot of conflict. Um, and I think that, that getting to the other side of that, like, like you're talking about where you, where you start to actually do this work to make your relationship what you want it to be. The first step is kind of, uh, what we've been talking about so far, which is admitting who you are admitting and figuring out what you want and then working for that, you know, uh, without, yeah. without being able to, without being able to get to get out from under it. Um, I guess, you know, one is, well, what do we do about about for those of us that are stuck at home with children or who uh, who are not used to having this much time on top of our partners, how do we start to do that work to figure out what we want to do the work to figure out who we really are in this relationship and what the real values of the relationship are without having any space to get away you know because I feel like that's while this is a good thing for us to face our, 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 relationship, it's a bad thing in terms of giving us space to be able to process if you're a slow processor. So how do we, how do we, how do we get space from our partner uh, if we need a little bit of time to process sort of what these changes mean?
2: Yeah. Um, so I am um, a parent also. Um, so we have a 17 month old and uh, Whoa, one of us has to always ho, ho, ho. present. That is,
0: <laughs> wow. kudos
2: congrats (laughs) thank you and uh, she's making our quarantine very fun and joyful and at the same time you know we're 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 on the clock all the time except for it's nap time right now so that's why i get to talk to you Mm -hmm. um but all, all that to say is that um you can create space uh whenever you need to like you always have that option i just want people to that are listening to always remember that we always have options the way that it is is just one of the millions of different ways that something can be something can look the, that we can how we can show up there and so there's so many different val- variables and ways that 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 we can create the situation that we want and again you know there's people that are living in studio apartments there's people around the world that have one-room apartments with their entire families Mm -hmm. in them you know they have to learn how to how to survive so the concept of creating space is not only about like geographical or square footage you can take that space and create that space in any way um as if you if you prioritize that need and communicate That if you have a partner, which uh, we're we're talking to those listeners that have a family or a partner, right? So, Mm and then and then and then make a decision about how you want to do it. And actually, on on my website, on michellekinnan.com, I have a free PDF that I offer. It's called Feeling Is Healing: um, How to Handle Your Emotions So That You Don't Dump All Over the People That Love You the Most. And I really, you know, I I outlined 10 really easy ways that you can not only take the space that you need, but process and handle like what's going on inside of you. Because again, it's that choice, right? Like if you, that energy is in you, you know, and either you do something about it or it sits in you and it builds and it grows until somebody triggers you or something happens and then it all comes spilling out of you in Mm. generally a non-constructive and hurtful kind of way, which just starts that cycle of you put it out there, it comes back to you, you put it out there, it comes back to you. So who's going to be the cycle breaker? You know, if you know that it's not working, if you know, that's not how you want it to be, can you, you know, take that personal responsibility? Can you decide I'm going to be the one to break that cycle? I'm going to be the one to do it different. And if you don't want to do it for your partner, don't do it for yourself so that you have a different kind of experience for you. And again, like, Starting with yourself and what you want and the experience that you want, that's what's going to make all the difference. Because when you change one thing in yourself, in your energy, it makes a change in the dynamic. And then that's how, that's how you change relationships without having to control another person. Right,
0: right. I mean, and that's not, not for nothing, but that's, that's coming full circle to, the, to, the, to your concept that we started this whole talk with, which is your partner is actually not responsible for making you feel better. Right. You, it's a choice that you have to make about what you want and how you're going to, how you are going to behave and what your triggers are because nobody likes feeling triggered. And I I don't mean that in the like culture war sense of being triggered. I mean, that like we, like you were talking about before, where you have a, um, you have a you have a, an autonomic reaction to the world around you where you don't even realize it's happening, but a, a stimulus occurs and there is a response and, and you may or may not have thought about what that response is. It's just something that happens. That kind of behavior, that behavior pattern is, is rampant in all of our relationships. And it's our responsibility right now to start to unpack why we do those things and where, where what needs to change in, in ourselves and, and what we need to do to change our surroundings. I think that's a nice full circle from where we started there.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, it's always been our responsibility. I know that, you know, it, right. it, in media or movies, like this whole, you know, Jerry Maguire, you complete me. And like, you know, my, my night saving me, like the whole thing, like, sure, it would be great if that was true, but you know, nobody can do that work for you. Like you're, especially if you're not doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like mm-hmm. if you, you're just, if you keep expecting somebody else to to save you or to heal you, and you're not even able to show up for yourself, you don't even know what that means. You don't right. even know what that looks like. Right. You know, like you're just setting up your partner to fail if that's the the energy and the attitude and, and the, the desire that you want, and they're always gonna fall short because that hole that it or that wound, let's call it like that, like it's it's ne- it's never ending, right? So until right. Until you do that work for yourself, until you start showing up for yourself and start showing yourself what it means to, to be loved, to be taken care of, to be nurtured until you have that kind of self knowledge, (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. there's
2: even no way that there's just no way that no matter how much your partner loves you, no matter how much they do for you, no matter how much they try, it's never, it's never going to be enough until you do that work for yourself.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, what, what a time, no better time than now. What better, no better place than this to start doing, to just start doing the work. Uh, I want to pivot a little bit. And and as we, as we get ready to wrap this up, Uh, there's a lot of people right now who are actually online dating virtually. I mean, it's all virtual, but, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and are, are trying to build relationships uh, at a distance. Uh, Do you have anything, any advice as far as like, for them, as far as what to look for, and also how to uh, how to use this time to uh, work on their picker. What I mean by that is like work on how they uh, uh, on their criteria for how they pick a uh, how they pick a partner. Um,
2: yeah, I think it's an awesome time. Like the wifeys in my quarantine wives club, they're, they're not just married women. There's women, there's single women there that are, they I, they call themselves wannabe wifeys or wifeys in training. There's women that are in relationships that are not quarantined with their partner. There's women that were in relationships that were new and just decided to like jump in with two feet and get quarantined. There's long-term marriages. That's like, all crazy. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing that I think about being single or, being in a relationship is what's cool about when you're single is you just get to deal with your own problems not anybody else's right. so in a way you can really take that time as like an opportunity to just like really deal with whatever's the most important to you whatever's the most pressing for you like wherever you want to go you have that awesome freedom the, on the flip side when you're in a relationship like you're it's, it's like how the people that we love the most, they're always triggering us the most. And it's not a bad thing. You know, what you do when you get triggered, if you take that opportunity to grow and be better, like you can really have something really beautiful. Like your relationship can be um, a spiritual container or a place of transformation. And that's why I am so inspired to work with women in in those relationships and show them how they can take their frustration and and turn it into an unbreakable bond with their partner and a huge source of satisfaction. So for all the women that aren't in those relationships yet, you know, you have the luxury and the frustration of not being able to jump into bed right away with somebody of Mm. having to really get to know that person to talk to them, you know? So, um, so how can you go deeper? You know, how can you really learn about the other person? But, but, but in that regard, really learn about yourself, you know, like really understand what you like, what you don't like, how, and and, and the way that you can do that. And this is across the board is really stay connected with yourself and just Mm -hmm. tune in. Does this feel good or does this not feel good? Am Mm I, am I, am I turned on? And I'm not just talking about a sexual and sexual way, but do I turn on when I talk to this person? Am am I lighting up? Like, is this fun? Is this giving me energy or is this taking energy away from me? Mm -hmm. And as long as you keep checking back in with yourself and feeling like this is good. This feels good. Like this is giving me something I'm growing from this. Like I'm getting energy from this. Then, then you have the answer right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, this is what a great opportunity to really learn what you actually value as opposed to what is just stimulus response. Uh, Michelle, I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for being part of the show today. Uh, Two last things. And I ask them to everybody first and foremost, how can people follow up with you?
2: Yes. So if you are a wifey, a wannabe wifey, a wifey in training, you should hang out with the coolest women on the internet in my Facebook group. It's free. It's the Quarantine Wives Club on Facebook. Um, And I do live teachings there and trainings. And I just give you all the real, real on what it takes to have an amazing relationship with your man without sacrificing yourself one bit. Um, And if you want that free PDF uh, training on uh, feeling is healing, how not to dump all over your partner. You can just go to my website, which is michlecanon.com and I announce different trainings, workshops, one-on-one coaching. so if you want to work with me, I am up for that too. Uh,
0: link to Michellecanon.com as well as the Facebook group will be in the show notes. You guys can just click that if you are interested in following up. And one last thing I ask it to everybody, Michelle, what is one thing that we can all start doing today that will make our lives a whole life a whole lot better?
2: Oh, chill out. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only
0: we could take that advice.
2: <laughs> All right. Well then just start with, just take one breath that's deeper than the one before it.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Michelle, thank you so much for your time
2: today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, that's it for our show today.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, links, to all of our uh, all of our social accounts are in the uh, in the show notes, including the store that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you like this episode, please rate, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast it helps us out a lot also consider sharing this with a friend who needs to hear the stuff that michelle was talking about uh or just somebody that you think would like to hear about it go ahead and share that with them we are on social media facebook.com slash john Tesh is where we spend most of our time you can check us out there where you go live all the time there uh all kinds of special things including the uh, quarantine workouts with Prima Tesh that we do three times a week uh, all kinds of fun stuff there. So check that out. John is also on Instagram and Twitter uh, at John Tesh underscore IFYL on Instagram at John Tesh on Twitter. I am Gib Gerard. You can find me at facebook.com slash Gib Gerard or at Gib Gerard on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to today's show. I, we can't do the show without you because I try to, I, res- I try to respond to every DM uh, on those social accounts, every mention of the show so that I can do a show that you guys want to hear uh, and, because I can't do the show without you. Thank you guys so much for listening.